0: Well, welcome back to another episode of the miles driven with me miles and global travel editor sam global travel editor yes this is a, this is quite well, an upgrade from i've listened to one of our podcasts back the other day and on that one i think you gave yourself the title of our tax accountant okay so you're moving all over the place with these jobs mate well literally i think i'm currently recording
1: this in mexico
0: uh, yeah, you would be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, no, hello sorry, hello me. from Mexico. By the time this one comes out, Sam will have returned no. from Mexico. Hello from England. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, today, we'll do a few bits of news because... Miles as, has got some news. Yeah, because as, we, as we've said, because Sam is uh, getting married and then going off on his honeymoon and being inconvenient to the podcast, we had to record a few in advance. So, I've got current news, which by the time people hear... We'll be about a month old but the good thing is <laughs> uh the miles driven is the latest with all news apart from when we're not yes and that's breaking start, news yeah, last so, month <laughs> so some breaking news which will shock owners of a particular car brand across across the country apart from the fact that they've known for a year and i've forgotten to report on it
1: brilliant uh so not only is this going to be delayed news from when we recorded
0: by about a month yeah it's also delayed news by a year, by a year because yeah.
1: you couldn't be bothered to put it on the podcast. Uh, it wasn't that. <laughs> I genuinely
0: didn't know this. It was only, I went to this manufacturer's website the other day, I was having to do uh, a bit of research for my other job, and went to this manufacturer. I was thinking, that's odd. What are their locations? Oh, okay, their locations are still around here, because they're not a big manufacturer in the UK. I thought, oh, well, hold on a minute. What's the price of one of these new now? And I couldn't get a price, and I couldn't get. I know a price. where you're going now. Yeah, you do, because I told you, I <laughs> yeah. off, didn't I? Um, then I realised, ah, you can't buy them. So, if you're in the UK, Mitsubishi have exited the market. Which, if you own a Mitsubishi, will probably not surprise you, because you knew that a year ago when this was <laughs> announced. <laughs> but as did the rest of us. Yeah, but they were so <laughs> subtle about it that they actually haven't. So they've kept all their dealer network, so you can still service your two-year-old Mitsubishi. Right, because a lot of people were buying them up to last summer yeah. obviously there would have been a reduced number because of global shortages and shutdowns things like that so there would have been a reduced number but Mitsubishi obviously took the chance thinking well actually we haven't sold that many in the last couple of years Yeah, if we're going to exit this is the time and so they've completely exited the UK market and their reason was that they cannot meet the requirements of um, emissions Yes, I don't know if they've exited the whole of Europe or whether there'll be other countries in Europe where they sell vehicles that can meet the requirements, but they've certainly exited the UK. And I think it's because of the EU, because we're following the EU's emission rules. Okay. For the simple reason of, even though we're not going to get into politics and that sort of stuff, but even though we're not in the EU, we obviously have a very close relationship with it. And instead of us having to have our own designation of cars, we just sort of follow What Europe are doing, because that way, when a car is being imported here, it can just be built. It doesn't have any extra costs for the, you know, if if for example you buy a Volkswagen, and they're building it for France or Germany or Finland, they just build it exactly the same, but right-hand drive for the UK. The same rules and stuff apply, and that way they don't have to do anything special. Whereas Australia, for example, has its own rules.
1: Uh, Interestingly,
0: they have a. Uh, I saw this on a used vehicle the other day. There's this badging thing that they had which wasn't applicable in some markets but was Australia only. And so if you had an right. Australian one, you have a special badge stamped somewhere because it was requirement
1: <laughs> on their law. A bit like when you got a, an old TVR and somebody had signed the engine.
0: Yeah, exactly <laughs> like that. But by law you have to have the signature. <laughs> so yeah, Mitsubishi have exited the market. They've left their dealer network behind for now. I don't know how long this will continue but The way that if you go onto their website, they'll show you all their what was their current lineup and then they'll say connect with a dealer. And this is where I was getting confused. I'm like, well, if you connect him with a dealer. Surely you're able to buy one. (laughs) Yeah, but you're not. You can buy a used. So what I would imagine happened was the dealers got a hold of as many as they could either pre-registered them or sold them.
1: That'd be really weird if you worked there because you've got a a finite amount of stock. Yeah. And then once that's gone, you're jobless. Essentially, so, so yeah. you're, if you're what you're sales, doing is yeah. you're, you're yeah. employing some really bad salesmen because they're not yeah. going to try and sell anything. Well, th- this is the problem. Oh, I've tried, yeah, should have seen it. I, t- I tried to force this bloke to buy this the other day, but he just, oh, he just wasn't interested.
0: I talk all the time to people that say to me, um, We need to get rid of dealers, dealers are a massive problem. We need to go direct sales. Mm-hmm. I, the main thing I say to them all the time is when you go to a dealer, if you go to a good dealer, they're worried about that building a relationship with you, keeping you as a customer long term. Yeah. And so they won't generally, there's always going to be stories there's always gonna be stories of someone who's got screwed by a dealer who's you know outdone them of money. but a good dealer won't. And the good thing at the minute is you choose. for example, if you've got a local dealer and they give you a rubbish quote and they're not very nice to you and the salesman treats you, you know, yeah, then you can drive to the next dealer and if they're really good, then you always go to that dealer. yeah, but when it's a direct sale, It will just be this is your fulfillment center. That's where the car is. And the other argument people say is well, dealers charge too much. They make a load of profit. Uh, If we went direct sales, then we would be able to have that money. And I'm like, do you know of any industry where people go, (laughs) we could make more money, but we're not going to? (laughs) Yeah. You know, the the dealers would just, uh, sorry, not the dealers, the manufacturers would just raise the price. Well, you're just buying everything at cost forever. Yeah. But the cost has gone up. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, um, yeah. To me, what would have happened was that the salesman that knew this was happening, so I guess Mitsubishi must have told their dealers a bit in advance. We'd hope so. They would have either left, or they would be selling new cars without any real care for. Like they're they're not going to sell this person. Do you want it? No. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Do you want it? Yes. There you go. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure. I don't want to. Um, I don't give them a bad name because they may have been fantastic and be worried about trying to keep some used sales going but i'm just thinking if i was selling new and i knew i couldn't sell that another new car to this customer yeah and i didn't sell any other brand in that dealership then you're kind of a bit like well oh, i'm probably never gonna go and see this customer again yes you know? what's the point yeah i mean <laughs> as a person as a human you can be nice to them but all yeah. the extra little bits to try and make it a special experience the dealer's going to be like, what's the point? We, we, yeah. We're not going to keep them. So, But anyway, it won't be new news to Mitsubishi owners. Or most of the public. <laughs> at least in Europe. But, but if you have been living under a rock for a year, then,
1: then Welcome go. to the Mars Driven, <laughs> Driven
0: at the absolute leading edge. Cutting edge news from yes. the Mars Driven. What's next, Miles? Uh, let me see if I've got anything that's uh, this year dated. <laughs> Sad news, Top Gear's ending. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I've got? Some even older news. This is an interesting. World, world War Two's point. over. Uh, newer, newer, newer. Um,
1: you know when your mind goes blank yeah, for global it, yeah. events? Good. I can carry <laughs> on with what I'm saying. In, then. The in
0: 2012, <laughs> a oh, Jesus, <laughs> a study was done. I just I wanted to bring this up because I think it's important that um people know. You know, we we're never talking up or down about emissions or about cars. To us cars are cars they're interesting because they're cars so whenever they run off i find them interesting i don't have an agenda against one or the other i like to think of common sense approaches Mm -hmm. to them so if you've got an issue with battery technology or you've got an issue with diesels or you've got an issue with whatever i think ultimately if it rolls on four wheels we should probably just be happy we have it yeah um but a study was done in 2012 because a lot of people obviously get upset with big SUV vehicles that have big engines, and they say, oh, they're very polluting for the planet. You know, look at the destruction they they cause and climate change and everything else, which is a valid concern. Mm-hmm. The trouble is that once you start breaking it down of how much pollution they really cause on an individual level, because ultimately right. we need to resolve things on individual. Yeah. You know, it's no good saying... Oh, well, if we just uh, have 10 million people that own these cars and we can sell 2% of them this new type of car, problem solved. It's like, no, it's not really. No, because still the other people the, are still 98%, driving. 98%, <laughs> the vast majority, <laughs> are still doing one of the things. So it's looking at it on individual levels, and that way people can resolve things individually. So, for example, if you live in a, an old grade 2 listed building yep. that doesn't have uh, very good heat insulation, okay. well, then you're using a lot more energy. Yes, And so people could say to you, well, let's look for ways that you can... I've always found that odd. What's that? So if you do live in a grade two listed building yeah.
1: and you've got single glazing, which yes. obviously they all did, yeah, yeah. you can't... Well, I don't know whether it's changed or somebody might be able to correct us, but as far no, as I I'm aware, sure you can't, can't have double glazing. Why have we not Unless come up with a solution where you can get... I get it's for aesthetics.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, if it's a original single... Like if it's an old barn that's been converted, I think you can put in if it's got if a new windows going in yeah through.
1: you just can't replace
0: an, 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 an original window. feature they'd call but
1: it yeah why have we not come up with one that looks like single glazing yeah but is more efficient like it's such a stupid rule to have because all all you're doing there's there's not one benefit to it apart from costing the planet's resources and heat and energy and emissions and everything else that comes with heating so to so just to look at a window yeah. that's original yeah which most people wouldn't walk past and go oh look Someone's got double glazing. That's absolutely ruined this for me. I think we should knock this yeah. place down. They festooned their grade two listed building with Be not, a just, double Instead of window, getting the, the yeah. sort of plastic surrounds yeah, that you something. get on double glazing, yep. you just you, we, we invent one that looks like an old wooden or just have an old wooden. I don't know how... Well, I'm not a window person. but No,
0: no, but I, your point's valid. That it just seems ridiculous. You're essentially wasting a lot of energy yeah. for a look. And if you did the... If we said, for example... Uh, leaded petrol you know cars used to run off leaded fuel yeah yeah. and then they said actually this is really i mean there's bad and then there's really bad (laughs) this is like in the really bad category (laughs) so they said okay let's just change the fueling system in cars and we can make it so that they don't need the lead now if you said to people let's keep classics going yeah we're going to not change that and you have to run off leaded fuel yeah people would be up in arms they'd be like hold on a minute no 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 well you know you're polluting the planet just because this has to like, just change the fueling system, and you said, but originally I want to keep it as original as possible. Yeah, someone would say it's a very minor change to under the under the bonnet. It's a very small bit of work, and if you don't do it, the pollution cause is is it's not. We're not talking about carbon dioxide and things that people want to go and argue about. It's like breathing in lead is really not good back back in medieval times people used to just chuck
1: their sewage down the middle of the street instead of treating it that was bad for the planet so we came up with sewage systems
0: And it was bad for us. No, no
1: one's arguing. Going well, yeah. I'd like to chuck my turds back the, into the street. Please. I want the original feature back. Yeah, <laughs> I want to walk down the street and have to stay to the side, but also look out above me in case someone's emptying a chamber pot above my head.
0: <laughs> I used to live in a um, when I lived down somewhere in... where you had chamber pots. <laughs> when I lived down in the southwest of the country, there was this little village you go to. It's a village, like a small town. Do you know what? I'm completely wrong. It's one of the smallest cities. officially in the uk because it's got a cathedral and then nothing else okay but it has down the side of the road like quite deep um original featured drainage right now you know that's where people used to throw their waste yeah, now it's like a very, very elaborate drain for the rain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but They kept the original feature, but they've allowed people to have indoor plumbing. Yeah, but no so, no one's going back to that. No, anyway. no, oh, thinking, yes, it was much better when we have to just go to the toilet in a yeah, bowl and then throw it away. <laughs> that's the original way I need to keep it like that. So I don't get why they haven't done that. Or at least said you can, if you have to have a single pane, you can fit like a double pane behind it somehow.
1: Yeah, because they do that in so if you go to some like national trust or english heritage places Mm. where they've got like original windows outside there'll be an interior window yeah or outside they have an interior window and inside either way so they do it when they
0: want to but not but
1: not if you want to live there
0: so it's it's one of those bizarre things isn't it where we we concentrate on so and uh, as i say for some people's overall pollution if you drive around an electric car, for example, and you say, well, I have no tailpipe emissions. Mm-hmm. And someone then says to you, well, you know, there's a lot of pollution caused to make the car. And then you live in a house that burns coal. Like, you burn coal yeah. for heating. And you've so... only got single panes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you, you're it's like, well, I've done everything I can. It's like, no, mm, you haven't. On yeah. an individual level, <laughs> there's more that can be done here. Yeah. And if you live out in the countryside and you're not going into the city, maybe actually an engine itself wouldn't have caused as much pollution to be created. You don't drive many miles, mm-hmm. why don't you just have a combustion engine? Because you're putting the pollution like way out into the countryside where a lot of carbon gets sequestered up by land. Yeah. So
1: And there's more trees.
0: Whereas you can you can make a valid argument in the very centre of London, where you've got hundreds or even thousands of people from street to street to street, that, you know, if you've got zero even though you've created pollution in other places, if you've not brought it into the city by yeah. having electric, then Kind of makes sense, which is where I think a lot of manufacturers kind of go, yes, which makes sense. Mazda had done this with their, is it the MX-30, Sam? You were in a Mazda show recently. Possibly. With the electric one they do. The one oh, electric. yeah. And okay. it's only got a range of something like 130 miles. Yeah. But they say, well, most of the what, customers. What <laughs> That was their argument. <laughs> they said most of the customers that buy these will live in places like Tokyo, uh, London. They gave some city examples. Are they, though? well basically what Mazda have decided is if you want one live there that's where you have to live right but it's great from Mazda it's the classic thing of well we've decided where the customer will live yeah so that's the car we've built so don't. if, you, if you're not that don't buy it yeah. whereas other manufacturers are scrambling trying to get this massive umbrella of people to sell to <laughs> Mazda are just like no this, but that's why they have low range uh, electric vehicles because Mazda have said by doing that they have a tiny a smaller I shouldn't say tiny a small battery It doesn't do many miles, but it doesn't weigh much. So it's actually the equivalent weight of a lot of hatchbacks Mm -hmm. on the road. So that's their argument. You don't have much range, but you shouldn't buy it if you live somewhere where you, you know, uh, somewhere outside of a population centre. That's their argument. Now this goes back to my original point of, depending on what your carbon footprint is, okay, depends how your mix is likely to look in this world. If you are really good in one way but you'd have 15 flights a year around the world you know
1: what do you reckon your carbon footprint is well actually before we go on to your carbon footprint we could we haven't started the podcast with the seismic announcement no we'll do that on the next one okay (laughs) seismic announcement coming up on the mars driven
0: uh i think my carbon footprint is very very low because i live in a a very quite a modern building which has solar panels on the roof, which heats some of the water during the warm months. And I haven't had a car for nearly two years.
1: That's true. So I'd say mine's probably
0: average. Yours is probably bang average, yeah. Yeah, drive a reasonably
1: old car. That's reasonably good on fuel. Yeah, whereas the missus drives a car that's very good on fuel and quite economical, I imagine.
0: And quite new. Even quite new, so. it makes up for it in the fuel. And it's a small city car. And she bought it. Uh, she bought it new and she's kept it yeah so she hasn't she because she could have replaced that car a couple of years ago yeah. instead and bought a brand new one and said yeah. oh it's cleaner it's like well yeah by just it's keeping not. the one you've got you wouldn't <laughs> yeah. have created anyway we're getting way off the point yeah my point was going to be uh, if anyone remembers how i started <laughs> I, this, I can't <laughs> if i'm honest in 2012 there was a new zealand study oh, Was there <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start going around in circles now. I've got to read my own note of it now just to make sure I get this right. There was a New Zealand study that wanted to track the carbon footprint of a Volkswagen Golf. Right. Okay. And. Well, you
1: see, that's interesting because if you lived in a grade two listed building. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry, carry on. Uh, and, an, and an SUV. They didn't name the SUV. Okay. Okay. But it's a Volkswagen Golf and SUV.
1: I feel like it should have been named. Yeah, I feel like yes, it so Why be, wouldn't it be? It's a bit <laughs> bizarre.
0: Especially because they named the Volkswagen Golf. Was it so they Golf? could skew
1: the results? Yeah,
0: probably. <laughs> this,
1: this SUV is yeah. like, <laughs> 12 <laughs> different SUVs, and we picked the worst or best, yeah. so, depending on what we wanted.
0: <laughs> so, what do you think the equivalent... Something that... I, I'll play a little bit of the game with you. Mm-hmm. Oh, good, because we all know how good <laughs> your games are. <laughs> something you can have in your house, and you, Sam, have one of these, Ooh. is as polluting as a Volkswagen Golf, according to the study. Mm, I'm not okay, sure. so something in the house it's is it something g- in the house, but it also can be outside of the house.
1: Okay, oh, interesting. Mm. Is it something that would mm, you wouldn't have it in the house? You would no, keep it outside. Y- you or? Would,
0: you would you would probably prefer to have it uh, do, have both. Actually, you wouldn't have a preference. You yourself wouldn't. Have a
1: preference. I'm trying to think of anything that no, you can have this inside and outside because my immediate thought was TV because I know they're quite yeah because you can they move use a around. lot of energy. Yeah. Uh, when you said outside, I assumed lawnmower. Oh, which yeah, obviously well, it's none, one, but no. Uh, I don't know of anything that you
0: that I have in my house that I would have outside, apart from a sofa. <laughs> Very quick side note: Did you see uh, DeWalt have done an electric uh, lawnmower? Took it uh, so many companies. Yeah. Well, they took theirs to oh, okay. the, uh, the big US Expo one. Sam's that likes to go to these sort of. Yeah, I'm going to one yeah, next week. Going to <laughs> one in the UK. It's One in the US for DeWalt. Uh, it caught fire. And really. It. Was on fire for quite a while. <laughs> That's because what you want when you cut your lawn. <laughs> they said it was like the worst advert you could possibly have. Is yeah. that it was next to the Dewalt tent. So you've got in Brilliant. the pictures reported, it's a lawnmower on fire <laughs> with a lawn m- with the Dewalt all label the branding in the branding, <laughs> in the branding in the background. Anyway, anyway, sorry. Yeah, so something you have in your house.
1: As as per, having another polluting per year. Yeah, I'm not focusing on that. I'm just thinking of stuff. There's obviously something electric.
0: Cause...
1: No. Oh. Yeah.
0: A cooker? I, 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 do you know what the problem is? If I gave you a clue, yeah. you'd get it immediately. So I uh, can't really give you a clue.
1: In which case, unless it's lighting, then no, I don't know.
0: No, it's nothing that is fitted to your house or is electrical or that so you... So, something
1: I've brought into my house.
0: It's definitely something you have as brought As a into luxury your item, house. if you like. You and so. your partner have brought this into your house as a, maybe a luxury... Ah,
1: oh, the cat. Yes, <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> So, your cat. So, this study... My found, cat definitely is... Yeah. <laughs> You're uh, that a pet cat? Yeah, is as polluting per year because of the land that is used to create the pet food for the cat. Oh, okay. and the transport for all that food and everything. Yeah, but else. I give him proper chicken. What when is, when we're eating chicken, that's possibly worse. <laughs> I don't know. That might be better. But
1: when I cook chicken, I cook for three
0: because <laughs> <laughs> the cat otherwise would just scratch you with the night. Like, he just stands I'm next to eating. me while
1: I'm cooking, knowing he's getting something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, a cat. Was as police. this That's was interesting this was a serious study done, and they were not trying by the way for listen they weren't trying to find you know something so they could excuse carbon emissions they were just trying yeah. to do and I think they started off with animals and then they thought they maybe they would say, oh it's the equivalent of a microwave to give people an idea you know if, yeah. if you say oh it's well it's as energy efficient like having a cat is the same energy usage as having a microwave people go all oh, right. But it was so high because <laughs> yeah. of how pet food is generally created and there's all the other things. There's, uh, they, they, it was a very complex study. I'm trying to remember all the things, but there's the veterinary stuff, so all the drugs, the manufacture of those Oh, bits. okay, yeah. There's all the items you would buy for them. So basically, you, I'm very irresponsible. You are, anyway. Well, separate yeah, just to this in, conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then a dog as Even worse as an SUV. Right, well, you see. I always thought I was a responsible pet. So, right? you, so you've got people out there with three dogs what we're saying
1: is we should get a fish or something yeah if you want to be kind to the environment something with no vet bills so a fish it's so, like something i don't even I mean, know the best way in the world if a fish gets sick you throw it you throw it in the
0: toilet well we we know what sam's doing now sam's i've never had a thing his but... pets <laughs> 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 well it's fridays you just cull them on a friday <laughs> yeah. but yeah it was the the land use um and the, the on the carbon effect of that land that's interesting was the equivalent per year of someone doing a- oh, i should sort of give a little bit more to it, it was someone doing average mileage in okay. those two types of vehicles one a volkswagen golf so hatchback size is a cat and an suv a dog so yeah this is where i think people need to be a little bit more aware when you start to say well we need to ban uh, vehicles because of emissions yeah people have two dogs and no one no one in their right mind is and i and i'm not saying either I, I would quite happily have two or three dogs you currently do in your apartment oh yeah actually <laughs> sorry yeah we're looking after my um wife's parents dogs and there's two dogs here so <laughs> so, <laughs> so you're well irresponsible uh, it was an av- they they did give the breed but it was like an average i'm gonna say labrador i mean the dogs over there are very polluting <laughs> uh <laughs> The greenhouse gases
1: they're giving off. So
0: they're probably as polluting as
1: a bicycle. The greenhouse gases <laughs> yeah, they're giving Yeah, they're terrible for that.
0: So just something, if you're listening to this and you have a a big SUV and people have said to you, oh, it's not really good for the environment, is it? You can turn around if they own an animal and say, actually, there was a study done. And you're much worse. That, scum. That said, <laughs> we are polluting the same because you have an animal and you know you don't. Now, obviously, you could have three dogs and a massive truck and, you know, a house that burns yeah. wood and coal. <laughs> in which so, case, your carbon footprint's quite high. And you fly three times a week, <laughs> just for the fun of it. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> to go and buy your pet food. <laughs> there was a side point to this, which was in northern Canada. They've, they've actually had, and there's a few other areas of the world I, just, I know about northern Canada. There was an issue that there's, you know, there's sort of transport companies up there mm-hmm. that operate their planes a bit like buses. They're just moving people between the villages yeah. and the communities for work and things like that every single day. But they operate quite an old fleet of planes some of them actually did see service in the second world war wow as transport planes not as not flying fighter planes <laughs> yes, just but, get transporting one person yeah, in a spitfire the sort of <laughs> transport planes that would have flown for example from north america uh, on their way to mm-hmm. the uk to replenish supplies and to bring soldiers things like that so they have been flying them for quite a long period of time keeping them in service because there isn't enough money up there you know if you're flying Twenty people to work every day and back the ticket price it's not it can't be high because these are just sort yeah. of your average well, it has got to be like getting the bus yeah. effectively hasn't it so to keep fuel prices down they obviously keep they, they keep them maintained themselves mm-hmm. and they run them off what they you know they haven't been able to do any conversions on the engines put new engines in yeah okay. the old engines they use run off leaded fuel And it's the only (laughs) industry, I think one of the only industries, I'm not sure if marine can still do this, but certainly cars you can't, Uh, where they get deliveries of aviation fuel that's leaded. Oh, okay. And um, that, Canada is now bringing a law, it may have already taken effect to say, that's it, you cannot run these anymore off leaded fuel. Because of how, I mean, leaded fuel is really bad. Uh, They say if you look at the teeth, of someone who's in their fifties and older, mm-hmm. I, think, I think it's fifty, might be fifty-five, uh, and someone who's younger than that, you can tell if they, you know, like really? you can so- see someone's age. Someone, if you just look at someone's teeth, you could say, "Oh, you're over this age," and it's because they were alive when there was leaded fuel. Mental, because once it gets into the body, it doesn't. And there's all types of other quite sad sort of um mental issues that can be caused in old age. Yeah, so. You know, It's one of those things, you can see why they're doing it. It's just the problem is, it's one of those classic things of they're trying to help from a side of, let's not dump leaded fuel emissions into the atmosphere, but for these people that run a pretty cost effective way of moving people around in the north and they can't just go out and buy new planes because yeah. there just isn't the money. You know, you, a new um, ATR or Bomb Bombardier or mm-hmm. what's the one that we see coming out of London City Airport? Well, um, something. is is something completely uh, dash eight. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You know, something like that will still cost like a million quid over a million quid. Yeah, this that com- these companies haven't got that money. Yeah, I suppose that's fair. So the problem they have is you can see why on one side, but you can see on the other side the companies <laughs> are like, well, in that case, finance us. That's their answer to the government. Yeah. Why don't you finance? You give us the money on a loan, zero percent, and we can just about make it work. And even then, it would be tough to make a profit. Well, I think that's it's understandable. But the government are like no. Well, of course they are, because you're a business, we're a government. You if, if you can't run as a business, that's your problem. Which is kind of fair. That's the enterprise. But also, there's what a are these reason... people going to do. Yeah, exactly. If you um, SAS have had an issue recently, the airline. Sorry, guys. We will get back to uh, guys and girls. Yeah, uh, we will get back to Car News in just a second. But I just want to mention this. So in Sweden, if you fly domestically along routes that are not very busy, mm-hmm. they're subsidized. Okay. To keep, otherwise, it would be like 400 euros. Well, it wouldn't be euros. It would be kroner. It would be yeah. 4,000 because it's 10 times. Okay. Anyway, for the U- UK listeners, it would be like 400 quid to yeah. fly 200 miles <laughs> because there's like six people on a plane. Oh, they need to. Yeah, they need to pay for it. So they subsidise those local flights to keep local communities, and that's sort of an accepted way because Sweden has a socialist setup of a system. Mm-hmm. But SAS are now they're in real dire straits the last couple of years, so they're actually going through a. I think they're trying to dodge bankruptcy. Oh wow! Okay, but they will continue to get these contracts from the government because the government's point of view is, yes, you're a business. We also need someone yeah to support the local communities whoever it is we don't care but if you're if you can put the flight on we'll cover quite a large amount of the costs people have still got to pay the something themselves because they've got to have skin in the game they're the ones that want to fly yeah of course but so yeah it's just interesting when you get um sort of loggerheads like that anyway i'm glad i told that story because i've had that on my notepad not since 2012, but <laughs> yeah, for quite a long period of time and every podcast I've forgot to bring it up and I can cross out Mitsubishi as well now at last. Right, what else have I got, Sam? Ah, noise limiters. Okay. They, do you, I think we've spoken about this on the podcast before. You know when you hear someone with a 2007 um, Volkswagen Golf right. driving along? late at night, making firework sounds out the back yeah. of their car. <laughs> yep. The pop, pop, bang, 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 bang. Yep. Yeah. And you think, oh, that's very annoying. And that's probably going to cause a bit of a problem because what will happen here is people will say, that's a car enthusiast doing that. Yeah. So we need to try and stop people from being able to enjoy their cars. Mm-hmm. Well, you've managed it, everyone who's decided <laughs> to make pops and bangs from the backs of your exhaust. Not manufacturers, by the way, because manufacturers have been able to do this for a long period of time, but they're sort of half sensible with it.
1: Yeah, well, the people that do it on the street tend to be really extreme.
0: Yeah, like, as yeah. I say, and I was sort of a 15-year-old Golf that may, may not even be a GTI, just a regular one. Mm-hmm. And it used to be, back when we were a bit younger, Sam, that you'd have someone uh, drill a hole in their exhaust, yes, which would make yeah, it a bit yeah. noisier. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, not a good idea everyone by the way (laughs) because you've just got a hole in your exhaust but that would make it a bit noisier the the problem with the newest way is that people are trying to emulate what old tvrs did yeah and old mustangs and that sort of stuff back 40 years ago the difference was that they made that noise rarely like it was when it overfueled, changing gear you're at full throttle pop down yeah when you and I, i suppose that would be annoying for people but how many people owned a TVR? How many people were driving it at the absolute limit along a lane at 10 p.m. near housing estates? Very, you know, it's a, it's a vanishing number of people.
1: I'd say almost zero. Yes, exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so people weren't that bothered by it. When you've got every other 20-year-old doing it, uh, it's caused an issue. And the issue that's come up is that in the UK they have decided to bring in uh, noise limiter fines. So they're trialing it and then they're going to roll it out. Where when you're idling right they will measure there's gonna be like these a bit like a speed how a speed camera works but it's just looking for noise of the exhaust yeah and it'll measure the the sound and if it breaches a certain decibel you'll get a flash number plate fine interesting now the problem with the big how is that
1: going to work though because it has to it has to be
0: idling uh it's as it sets off but where's this going to be yeah, so these are there's a lot of questions that I had, Sam, and I tried to find out lots traffic of information. For but us. then oh, lights, so, but sometimes they're green. See, yeah, I know. <laughs> so I tried to find out all this information because I knew Sam would have questions, and unfortunately, this is something that the government are rolling out. And so it they, hasn't got any information <laughs> when they do that. They don't give a lot of information either because they don't have it or they don't want to give it out. I can
1: only imagine it's when the lights are red, it yes. activates. But then you could still be coasting up to, yeah, a light as it's red. That's what and I are thinking. Already doing. 30
0: how many times do you get to a a red light unless and it changes as you get there unless it's a bit like how a speed camera works where it will fire off a laser and be able to lock onto a car and say that car's 50 yards away how much noise is it making right and if it's going pop pop bang 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 then it'll just trigger it they'll be able to take a picture from 50 yards and unless it's that now i'm not saying it's that because yeah i couldn't find the information
1: i don't think we need to worry because i don't think it's going to work my concern is not You'd be better off getting the police to pull people over if they think something's
0: it, loud and getting them to test it with just a, an audio recording device. Yeah, um, Unfortunately, we we agree. As usual actually, when common sense on this yeah. podcast <laughs> prevails, we agree and then realise that no one who's actually got the power to do anything has think... common sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the problem is for me, if you just pull people over and said, look, you've clearly put an aftermarket system on this because it doesn't sound like this new. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's breaching what would be even the most basic of exhaust laws yeah you need to put in because a lot of people that do this they remove all the emissions controls so they're breaking laws straight away and they they could just be pulled up on that but some people don't know some people don't I've got know. a
1: colleague at work who's got a, a toyota mr2 yeah and his cat's gone yeah it. and he was advised by the bloke at the garage that he is obviously a friendly it's a it's a friend that works at a local garage in his village he said, "Oh yeah, we we'll just put a straight pipe on it. You know, you don't just remove the cap. You don't need yeah. to get a new cap for it." And I, he came in and said to me, "Oh yes, I think, you know, old Jim said to me like, you 'You don't.' Just need I said, it no, Yeah. you need,
0: you need, you need a cap on it. Yeah, if you don't, you'll fail the." It's a bit more OT, expensive.
1: I said, "Yeah, but just do it."
0: <laughs> and if you're pulled over, which is very, as again very unlikely, you'll get pulled over. But if you yeah. do, the fine's really heavy. Like, so my that would be my answer is what you do is uh, it's it's this revolutionary idea you put some sort of law enforcement in vehicles and they drive right. around right and when they see people obviously breaking laws and being just an absolute public nuisance yeah they pull these people over and they say to them "Ah, oh, you're being a bit of a twonk yeah uh we're gonna fine you this
1: sounds like an idea yeah
0: but it's just not caught on i don't know what this yeah is. we could call it <laughs> law enforcement oh that's it we're not having a pop at your police officers we know you work very very hard We're having more well, reports they
1: work harder at what they're
0: told to work hard This is the and problem Unfortunately,
1: they're told not to work hard yeah. common sense is things. there
0: I, I know they're, they're, you're massively overstretched you've got a budget of six pence to deal, fight all crime and so this is low down The problem is is that the government sort of virtue signal at one thing yeah don't really give anyone a budget to do anything yeah and then you sort of say, well what's the answer?" And the answer is actually quite simple you just say look." If people are obviously breaking laws, I'm not talking about someone who's modified a car and it sounds a bit noisier, but you know what? It it's not, it's not... Oh, yeah, that's fine. It's not over the top. Yeah. You know, it's sort of... Whereas I had... What was it? The other week, I think it was about one o'clock in the morning. Oh, Jesus. And I don't know what it was, but it was something large. Like, you can tell an exhaust note of a large engine vehicle. Yeah. And it was about, I don't know, half a mile away. And I knew it was half a mile away because it was getting closer. <laughs> but this person i can only imagine they, they hadn't worked out how to get it out of neutral by the sounds of it because it was just oh. pinned at revline <laughs> in neutral and it was noisier. and i was like God, like at one o'clock in the morning really <laughs> like no like no like not even race tracks would, would think this is acceptable yeah <laughs> um so yeah they're going to bring these and the the worry i have is actually that it will get classics because I've yeah. been in old classics where the engine is quite... Like the whole thing is just quite vibrating and rattly and noisy. But it's, at a, it's odd. At a decibel level, you would say it's high. Mm-hmm. But at the frequency it's at... It doesn't it's, sound loud. Yeah. yeah. It, it's not, you know if someone starts a, like a diesel truck? Mm-hmm. You don't hear it from a million miles away. It's noisy. If you stood next to it and you'd be like, look at the thing on the decibel, it's really high. But actually, it doesn't really bother a lot of people. I guess it's a bit lower... Yeah. yeah some people can't even hear it yeah exactly yeah whereas if you had the same thing but it was going bang 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 pop 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 you would hear it because i suppose it's at a higher frequency it is
1: brilliant because when you say that you sound really old yeah i know like well, an I old can. person talk about cars oh those cars you know they go bang bang pop bang, pop, bang, pop pop, 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 pop yeah. bang
0: bang pop pop it used to be called uh, i think it was called the popcorn tune
1: okay yeah yeah and then it that was, would make
0: sense and then it was the uh Oh, I can't remember. They had all these different names for it because this has been popular for a little while. But like I said, when I was in uh, Cyprus on my honeymoon, I saw cars that were modified and they, I don't think they're a bit behind. I think maybe they're just a little bit more considerate. They had the old style where people would have a dump valve. Yeah. And, you know, a little you would hear it, but it wasn't really, you know, late at night. Once it had driven a few hundred yards away, it was quite difficult to keep hearing. But people were going, Ch-ch-ch-ch. Well, that's fine. Rather that than exhaust because exhaust is just annoying. Yeah, it wouldn't and it doesn't really, you know, it's not going to wake you up at one o'clock in the morning unless you're very, very... Whereas lazy, the bloke like, on
1: my street that's got an upgraded exhaust system on his RX-8 really does. Yeah, it's just going... And the person who started dating someone across the road that drives a Toyota Celica that they've done up. That they turn on and now sounds
0: like oh, Sorry, don't. I, I forgot we were stepping into sam's neighborhood watch yeah. annoyances <laughs> well, you know it's just podcast. annoying you
1: see someone started like someone's just started appearing like once or twice a week yeah. like ah oh, someone's just started dating someone yes but he's got this it looks nice but when he turns sure. it on yeah. and he leaves at midnight yeah when he leaves the house and all i can hear is him warming up his car just going outside the window
0: it's a bit annoying. I have to say, it's something that... I
1: don't care if I sound like an old man. <laughs> no,
0: no, I, this is a classic issue, and it's what will push people towards supporting, you know, electrics and everything else. Yeah, ban that, the cars, ban yeah, the cars. Yeah. <laughs> it's the problem, isn't it, is that you need an engine to warm up a little bit, but you've got to accept if you've made it that noisy... Park either. it somewhere else. <laughs> uh, do you know what uh, What did I have when... I had my uh, Focus ST. Yeah, ST you used ST, to park MC, down the street a little where, bit. And I, If I visited Sam and I knew I was going to be there, for a little while like as in I was going to be there till late and I was going to have to drive home Mm. I would not park it on his driveway no I would (laughs) not because I knew when I started it even though it wasn't it wasn't ridiculously loud but it just had a I just didn't want to wake up because I knew your neighbours had young children as well yeah so the last thing I wanted to do uh, half past midnight like (laughs) (laughs) so I was like if I park it a bit further down the road then you know what I walk 50 feet which is no big deal people don't get annoyed and I can spend 10 seconds just making sure the oil pickup pipe has brought oil to the top of the engine before yeah. I set off. Everyone's happy. I get the same issue, you know, if you have like old diesels that clatter. And you kind of think, yeah. <laughs> well, if you've got that noise, why don't you just park it just a little bit further away and then you won't annoy every single person around. Because you. some people aren't considerate. And I think that's the big issue. Yeah. And unfortunately, uh, those people end up getting interested in hobbies that are mixed in with loads of other people, and people just say they're all of this type, and it's like no, no, they're really not, you know. Yeah. And car enthusiasts are generally that. You get some people that are very upset because someone's, you know, got an old. F- I saw it the other week. Someone was driving to a car meet, the one that happens local to me. Mm-hmm. Four guys in a twenty-ish year old Fiat Punto. Lovely. It was slammed, <laughs> like uh, with four people in it. It was basically dragging across the floor. Yeah, and I don't think it had an exhaust. Oh, okay. As in, like, I think he'd just gone the cheapest way to make this really loud is to remove the exhaust. Yeah. And at <laughs> 24 miles an hour, which was redlining. Yeah. He turned into this meet and I mean, he nearly rolled it because it, <laughs> it didn't slow down. At all. It was no consideration for driving. Right. And you could see the people at this car meet like, oh, dear Lord. Here he is. <laughs> because they have the police sort of just parked in the back corner of this. Yeah. Meeting. Because obviously. But know, then the police should pull that person over. Yeah or the just trouble wait is they stop and then go and tell them. the the trouble you have is that the police are there and they think okay there's 400 people here now and we need to kind of have a split word with that person but we've also got these other people and we don't know what side of the fence they're on yeah and i think that one's done it quite well cuz the organizers actually say to police no we want you there because we want to keep people that are interested in cars and have done bits and pieces and mm-hmm. and you know look i'm not saying you shouldn't have any exhaust modification but i am <laughs> <laughs> but When it's loud enough that people can hear it coming from miles away, unless it is the Aston Martin V8 Vantage as standard. The original one. (laughs) That just happens to make that. We don't want it at our car meet because we know that type of person. And when they leave the car meet, they are full throttling it down a road. Yeah. And people are seeing that and they're thinking that's all of us. And most of us are leaving quite considerately. Yeah. So you know, we we or at least wait until you get out of the built-up area. Otherwise, people go along and they hate the car meets. And actually, if you're not, you know, if you're just listening to this podcast for the first time ever, and you're interested, you're getting an interest in cars, but you know, you're just not sure how to express it. Maybe you haven't got the money to buy a car at the minute. Maybe you haven't got the money to to get something particularly nice. Don't worry, go to a car meet in whatever. Walk there. Yeah, most car meets that have, you know that have been established for a little while, A, they don't care because they've come to show their car mm-hmm. and they're interested in what other people's... But actually, they're interested in talking to people that are also enthusiasts. Yeah. So just go and enjoy it, you know. You will get the odd person turning up, uh, almost rolling their Fiat Punto, but I not worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> so, yes, I've done noise limiters. The last thing I want to do, Sam, is a very quick conversation about... I was reading... Um, london's mayor sadiq khan okay he wants is he still the mayor oh, it's i feel like he's been mayor for about 85 know, years it's weird it's like you get that because boris johnson was london's mayor and it's like you get given the mayor's job and then forgotten about for a few decades yeah and, and then, then someone gets, goes, oh he's still there oh no, no we should do out. something with him <laughs> yeah we'll get we'll get a different one so because he said he got um adult onset asthma okay And it was from running along the side of roads. Right. And obviously breathing in car fumes. Okay. So he thought running around London. Central London. On the side of the roads. Where all the buses and lorries and
1: everything else is. Yeah. I think with his job. Now, I'm not not judging. I would assume that he's on a reasonable wage.
0: Uh, Six figures.
1: Right. So with that, would you maybe not become a member at like a nice health club? sort of thing or go run in a park or just go run around the countryside i mean imagine he's got a second home
0: i think he's been i idiot. don't
1: think he lives <laughs> in central london
0: no i think he's gone central london and run around it for a yeah. while uh, there are some fantastic parks if you're not listening to this in the uk and you are planning to oh, visit, go
1: run around Hyde park green there, park there's some <laughs>
0: amazing parks that and you box know, park that are <laughs> very central yeah yeah but he decided to go and run on the road next to some diesel taxis, and it's caused this. And look, I've, I feel for anyone that gets any sort of health condition for any reason. The trouble is, the answer to that is to probably pick up public awareness of running by roads. Yeah, when you're <laughs> cycling and running by roads, you're breathing in car exhaust. So, oh yes, if we could group the cycling in with it, oh, but it's true. There you go. It is very true. Shouldn't have you? Shouldn't be cycling on the roads? Bad for your health. I've like i don't know this to me is common sense when i think yeah. about it, you know if we when we've been at the gym together and we've gone mm-hmm. on the treadmill and you're like you're lapping in lungfuls of air yeah yeah especially if you're trying to sprint well, well i am you you, are. you're usually walking I, i've done one <laughs> lungful of air and then gone off and done some weights <laughs> but if when you're at that point you realize i'm just I think at our old gym we used to go to, I looked at the ceiling and I was like, oh, I don't really like the look of whatever this material is. I am yeah. I know it's not asbestos or yeah. anything, but you just think, I'm breathing that in. Mm-hmm. But that was obvious to me. Yeah. If I was sucking up lungfuls of fuel next to... Well, you can taste it as well. If you When you walk oh, around definitely. London, you can taste it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when I used to work in the car trade and when we'd sometimes be lining cars up, you could have 15 cars running. Yeah. And people right now are falling off their chairs at the pollution that's caused. But what what choice do you have? And they would lose their minds
1: if they knew about what the military did with their aircraft on a weekly basis.
0: (laughs) But yeah, so you would have like, you know, there'd be 20 salesmen go out together. I worked on this huge pitch of 1,000 cars. So you get 20 salesmen together, one bloke stands at the end and everyone else gets in the car and you move them and inch them forwards and backwards and it keeps the lines nice and straight. Yeah. Now... If I was the person that had just sort of swapped wherever you were stood, that's what job you got. If I ended up being the person who had to stand there, I could tell that I'd been stood next to 15 cars that had just started cold in the morning because cars do create more emissions first thing in a cold morning. Yeah, of course they do, yeah. Because they need to get up to temperature to then cut the emissions down. But I could tell straight away. Like, I was very aware of this. Yeah, well, it's obvious if you're breathing in. Fairly obvious, especially in cold weather because you can actually see... Like, he said it was a silent killer. I thought, if you're running along in December, you can see, like, there's something coming out of cars' exhaust and it's not, yeah, probably going to be great for you. Anyway, I do feel like, and it's not to have a oh, yeah, no, it's that. a horrible
1: thing to happen, but use some common sense. So, Ah, oh, that's a full well, down, common
0: sense. Ah, uh, there we go. Yeah, He's
1: in a position of power, he hasn't got any. There we go.
0: <laughs> no, but this is what got me, is that his answer to that was instead of trying to bring up some public awareness of not, Exercising along busy roads (laughs) and then encouraging people to have, for example, hybrids where when you are crawling along, it's using battery power. Yeah. And even, we don't need, you don't even need a plug in hybrid. This is the fantastic thing. If you remember back nearly 20 years ago, Mm -hmm. Lexus did an SUV. It was called the, uh, well, they still build it called the RX. Yeah. And they did an RX 300, an RX 350. And then they did the RX400H. And the H stood for hybrid. Yeah. And London filled with them because they got a huge tax break. So it was all the bankers, people that had good jobs. Yeah. They bought one of these Lexuses. Then they realized that these Lexuses can do like 400,000 miles and never break. Mm -hmm. So even more people wanted to buy them. But they got to go in the congestion charge zone for free. Yes. Because when you're just rolling in traffic, the engine wasn't on. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't a plug-in it just charged up its little battery and then for the mile of crawling it didn't need to use its engine that to me was like it was a really smart answer that they said look you know if we could just get more people to to drive that yeah it kind of makes up for the other ones that are polluting and yet today those cars now face the exact same fee as uh, a 20 year old diesel you know v8 Yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? It's bizarre to me because that makes no sense at all. As it's rolling along, is not creating, you know, because it's got a little battery. It's running on that little battery. Yeah, which to me is that's a great answer. Just little battery when it when it doesn't, you know, when you actually don't want your engine running because stop-starting and crawling is not great for your clutch. (laughs) No, no, it's not great for a lot of the engine internals just to be crawling, crawling. It's not, you know, it's having to suck in lots of air to keep it cool. Everything else. So that's actually a great answer. But he's saying no, no. Instead. He wants to extend this ban. Yeah, essentially. I know, it's not, a, it's not a straight ban. It's that if you want to drive your car and you have to pay 15 pounds for Greater London if you don't meet the emissions requirements, then you have to pay 30 pounds additional, OK, if you want to go. So it's about made- of vale corner somewhere there. Like up to there, it's 15 quid. if you've not got a car that complies, then another 30 quid once you pass that corner. Jesus. Uh, obviously it's the whole you know it's a circle i'm just picking out one particular entry point Um, because i got stuck there Uh, my partner's cut it doesn't have to pay the external one it's like a new enough petrol that it Mm -hmm. doesn't have to but it does have to pay the congestion charge and i was on that corner oh okay (laughs) i was like (laughs) i don't know this area well enough to know how to get out of here but if i drive another 50 feet I cross into the line, right, so and I to pay the money, <laughs> and you're in central London. You're desperately trying to get around, and you can see other people are looking at you, like, "What are you doing, mate? It's go, it's straight." And I'm like, "I don't want to go straight. Yeah. I desperately do I not. I can't want- afford to go straight. <laughs> I don't want to pay thirty pounds just to pass that line <laughs> yeah. to go backwards again." Because I and I didn't want to go into central London. I'd gone to where I needed to go, which was oh, okay. on you're the just edge, trying to get out. and I was trying to get out again. Um, but yeah, so I find that a bit of an odd decision from him. I understand where he's coming from; it's personal. And, you know, it's become a health issue. And I understand, like, on that side of it, when I was a child, I had, like, a mild asthma issue. Mm-hmm. So I completely get it. The other side of it, though, for me is, why not promote vehicles in, like, they're going to fit lots of budget. Yeah. And this is what Toyota have been banging the drum about and saying, look, if you push just one type, that's not going to fit everyone. But if you push all types that are, you know, I mean, they're the pioneers of this stuff. They had Priuses running off batteries yes. 30 odd years ago. And they're sort of saying, look, you know, our system works pretty well now. And we're competitive for, the, for for a vehicle that people can buy. Like if you want a family hatchback and you go out and you say, I could buy a Golf, you could buy a Prius. Well, you can't anymore. You would buy a Corolla. They yeah. drop the Prius. And, mm-hmm. But you get the point. That would have a hybrid system. But it would be, I don't know, about £26,000 in the UK, whatever it is in your um, market, wherever you're listening, which is about the price of a Golf. Yeah. So you can have a vehicle that complies, and it can be hybrid, and that cuts down that crawling pollution. Where the runners are... Yeah, yeah. You know, they're <laughs> not running on the side of the dual <laughs> I, carriageway. I, I'm not trying to make an excuse for cars here. I'm just like, well, if your problem is that the pollution is where the people are, why not promote as many people as possible to be able to get the greatest mix? Because some people do want a Porsche taken. Fantastic, brilliant car, really well put together, insanely fast, fantastic. Yeah, and it's all battery powered. Some people want a little city car, and they don't have thirty-five thousand pounds to pay. So a Yaris. Yeah, seventeen-ish thousand pounds, hybrid, or a Mazda two, or a Mazda two hybrid, <laughs> which is a toyota (laughs) (laughs) so yeah it just just something that you know i I don't want to make a big deal of it because it sounds like we're trying to get up on you know one side of the argument or other which i'm really not trying to do it's just sometimes you hear a problem and you're a bit like wouldn't we be better off going this way and this way rather than just this way yeah exactly because and i made a little note here we haven't banned smoking and drinking
1: yeah, no, that's a fair point. Two <laughs>
0: elements that we know have a v- dire effect of human health. Yeah. We haven't banned them, and that's because we say to people, do it moderately. Yeah. but I mean, smoking, obviously they try and say, don't do it. But no one's banning it, and that's not good for your lungs. No, there's no benefit to it at all. However, people can still do it. You could smoke 50 a day if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. That's
1: probably worse than cars. Worse than going for a jog around central London. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> if you're not in a park yeah <laughs> so yeah i just wanted to bring that up i thought it was just an interesting point point. and i understand I, I could understand his point and i understand why he feels so passionate about it i just thought to me uh, there's possibly two answers and maybe he's just being given one You yeah, know, he's a busy guy i'm sure mayor of london you've got loads to do it just maybe a little bit of common sense to say well actually we just need to reduce that crawling traffic pollution yeah exactly yeah. how can we do that As cost-effective as possible, and tomorrow, oh, we there are already cars for sale. I mean, there's already electric cars for sale. Yeah, of course. There's cost-effective. You know, someone out there who's, I don't know, 24, got their first job in London, really excited, and they family live in Yorkshire. Yeah. So they want to be able to get to Yorkshire three times a week, or twice a week. Let's say once in the weekend, and you know they work from home. or I can go up on Mm -hmm. Thursday. So they need to drive 200 miles each way. Yeah. They all, they can use the underground during the week. Yeah, you can say get a train and they could take something like four different connections to get where they need to go. you
1: get to York in one go? Can you? Yeah, where would you go from? King's
0: Cross. to oh, to York, to York. But if you, I mean, yeah, Yorkshire. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, you'd have to Actually, I don't know how well Yorkshire is connected up by the train. I know York well. station. I think quite well. Is it?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Are they still running off old coal trains? No. <laughs> diesel powered? I think they're diesel powered. Some of them are, yeah. I think a lot of them up there are diesel powered. Yeah. Not great for the. No, but you could do it. You could. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you could. Yeah, I'm just yeah. thinking that if someone was sort of like, well, you know, I want to have a car. Yeah, but you I don't earn want a loads car of money. Anyways. Yeah, but you don't earn loads of money. Yeah. You could go out and get yourself a brand new Toyota Aigo. You You've got hybrid, so you can run it in the city, barely any pollution, and then you can just drive it 200 miles to go and see your family. Yeah. And when you want to have a go I don't know, a trip to Wales. You can do that, yeah. That's yeah. what I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, just just an interesting point for me. Right, Sam, that is all the news that I have. Very good. Off this... Oh, hold on. Let me check. I've got some abuse that Sam has written for me on my notes here. <laughs> <laughs> One day you're going
1: to read that out on yeah, the podcast. be fantastic. Going, <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> Your marriage is a sham. What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is a different topic. What, your marriage? <laughs> <laughs> I had a note here and I was like, oh, well, hang on a minute. We can do that." Oh, no, that's no. That's another not. note from Sam. Yeah. That's, uh, that's you a are a worthless piece. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we like to
1: motivate motivate each other here on The master. Driven. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: uh, I could read all the notes your wife's written for me on my pad. I know she was. <laughs> Sam started, just so everyone knows, in the studio, Sam started leaving notes. He knows my wife pops in here. <laughs> and then... I don't actually know. Did she leave the first note? She, she started writing on my stuff, it. yeah. So now, now we m-
1: just talk. That's the only way we communicate with each
0: other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're all good, Sam. Good. So unless you have something to add, because um, as usual, this is your moment to step in. No. <laughs> uh, any other car news? I think we are all good. Um, just off the back of that last bit of news I gave you, uh, EV sales in the UK are at about 4% now. It's grown by Good. quite yeah. Uh it was at one percent in twenty either twenty eighteen or nineteen. It's now at four percent. Uh diesel sales have dropped off a cliff.
1: That's not a surprise to anyone, is it? Yeah, I
0: think they're down to something like five percent of the whole new market, which is really low. Wow. Really low. Although that is um straight diesel, like not hybridized at all. And okay. obviously a lot of um Cars are now running mild hybrid or things like that. So they go into a different category. But just in case you're interested in what the new car sales are looking like. Um, and final note I said in a podcast fairly recently about not to worry too much about car prices. There is starting to be an issue growing, which I actually, I'd sort of, I could understand. Well, I knew it was there, but I didn't realize it was such an issue. You know how they've had this chip shortage for the yeah. last few years? There's a lot of cars that are actually built and have been left in fields. Not uh, grass fields like just open yeah, car yeah. parks. That have been so not fields
1: at all car parks.
0: Yes, it's just uh, <laughs> the news story I read said fields and I was thinking like you know when the scrappage scheme happened and there were just cars in fields. Yeah, yeah. But they aren't they they are they have paved them. Yeah. <laughs> um but something like I think it was Ford have something like 40,000 built vehicles just waiting Not in the this. not just yeah. in the UK I'm talking a bit more wider scale. And the problem is that there have started to be drop-offs in people that had orders for new cars, and because of the financial climate we're in, are starting to cancel those orders. Mm-hmm. Now that may mean that more new cars come into showrooms than were previously thought that they, you know, would be available. Yeah. Which may mean there's a bit of a softening of price. Maybe there'll be like more deals on new, and whenever that happens, there is a knock-on effect. Yeah, use. of course. But this is probably projecting a little bit far ahead. Yeah. So just giving you the, as I said, cutting edge at the miles driven. Yes. Absolutely. So just giving you as as much new information as I can. Um, Could all be wrong because it could be that all these cars will still get reservations. Yeah. It will still move but it's just uh, something that I saw and I thought, oh, this seems like it could be a problem building. Maybe it's not worth mentioning just in case someone's holding on to a a used three-year-old car and they think it's never going to drop in value. Yeah. It's sort of just the point of there could be something on the horizon. So well, there you go, Sam. An I've eye on. On. Well, well, I've done. done your extra news for you. Well done. Anything you want to add? No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, in that case, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, Sam is probably back with the tan, so we'll have normal service resuming soon. Yeah. Whatever normal service shall be. Yes. Take care, everyone. We'll see you next time. See ya.